0: Book of Hebrews, chapter 5. <clears throat> Father, we're thankful that Thou hast decreed that we come together again on this side of eternity. Lord, we are aware that, Lord, this coming together is not just an accident or an incident. lord you had a reason for allowing time to go on We all could have been into oblivion father god but you saw fit to spare us now that we're here almighty god our whole aim and purpose is to fulfill the will of almighty god lord god we see this world as dark and benighted lord this world is hopeless lord god men are deceived Feeling that eventually they're gonna find that perfect state in life, they find that happiness. But my God, we are so glad that you taught us a long time ago that every prospect, every promise, every hope that we have in the world is only deception. And my God, one day we'll find out that we've been chasing a rainbow, as it were. But we thank you, Almighty God, for enlightening our mind to bless this day. Lord, you see those that are here, you know their respective needs. So undertake, my God, anoint your servant. Lord, give a divine direction overwhelm us with your power, with your grace, with your spirit. We want to be hid away in Christ. Speak only those things you would have us speak. Now just bless and have your way Convict, convince, Lord God. Uplift, edify, bind the power of darkness. Yeah. Have your way overrule the very power of the enemy. And we're going to praise your matchless name for whatever shall be accomplished, because we ask it in the name of Jesus and for his sake. Amen. Hebrews chapter 5 Beginning with verse 5. So also Christ glorified not himself to be made an high priest, but he that said unto him, Thou art my son, today have I begotten thee. As he saith also in another place, Thou art a priest forever after the order of melchizedek who in the days of his flesh when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared though he were a son yet learned the obedience by the things which he suffered and being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Called of God and high priest after the order of Melchizedek, of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered, seeing ye aduleth hearing. For when For the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And I become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. But everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern between, discern both good and evil. Verse 12 For when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And are such become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. Our thought, a benefit or a burden? I looked up the definition for those words. The word benefit means advantage or profit, burden means that which is born are carried our question this morning indicated in our thought is are we an advantage A profit to the kingdom and church is there anything in particular that the church is the better because of us being a part of it, or are we a burden that which has to be born or carried now, they want every one of us today fits in one of these categories amen either you are in a position to push the church forward and help her in this distressing time or you are on the shoulder and are to a great extent hindering the progress of those who have gotten now the real business with god i thank god that in this dark and confused hour in which we're living i have decided that through whatever means and under whatever circumstances that i'll not be a hindrance to the cause of god brother if I cannot be a definite benefit I certainly will not be hindered by any means you can depend on that now it's not something that you determine. you're not a benefit because you are dibbling and dabbling in everything brother you have to be in a position to be in a benefit in the kingdom amen Now, here in our text, the apostle said that uh, in verse 12 for when the father time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again. Saying that. At a time when you ought to be uplifting and edifying the church at a time when you should be not only standing lonely but running full speed there are those who must slacken their pace and try to prop you up now you get get the essence of this text all right what made them a burden was this? Will you pray with me? That part, that place, that position should have been one of teaching. Will you pray with me? The time that they had been there and what they had been exposed to should have put them in the position as a teacher. you don't only teach by precept or get before someone and try to explain something teaching involves far more than that you can only teach what you are exemplary of you cannot teach beyond that which you are uh, what you are experiencing are what you are up to. Come Will you pray with me? Please pray my strength. Brothers, there should not be a principle that the church of God stands for bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. that after a period of time and after having been exposed to this gospel, that's it, that's it. you should be able to walk out and by precept and example teach the whole book nice. regarding to what line it's on. And we're teaching about modesty. Every sister who knows this gospel should be able to teach on modesty. You should be able to teach the young sisters how you should deport yourself, how you should dress, but you should teach them holy mannerism and decor. Hey, we teach on faith. You should be able, amen, to teach on faith how we should stand and trust God implicitly. Pray, my sister, this morning. So Paul, in this letter, was disappointed. Now there's a time for tolerance. There's a time for tutoring and nourishing and long-suffering. But there's a time, thank God, to turn you loose and let you stand on your own and you should be able to prop up somebody else. We shouldn't have to spend a lifetime going over the rudimentary and the elementary principle of the gospel with you. Praise God. Praise God. Pause them discussing with you. Why? Because you are a burden to the cause. Why are you a burden? Because you're not able to hold up your position. You are not able to hold up your position as a teacher. Your life, your deportment. Renders you incapable of holding up your position. God has given me a ministry. And if I allow myself to degenerate to a point for any reason that I can no longer minister to you, I'm a burden to you. I don't care what else I do, I'm a burden to you if I can't preach the gospel because that's my calling. And everybody got a position. Maybe you haven't found it. Maybe you not, have not qualified yourself, but you have a position. God has prescribed something for you. You are part of the body. And if you for any reason, because of your lethargy, because of your shoddy life, or for whatever reason, you are incapable of performing in a real, genuine, and profitable way, then you're burdened. That means instead of you helping push the cause on, we've got to take you on our shoulder. Amen, and that's going to slacken the pace of the whole church. Are you a burden or are you a benefit? Some people think they're benefit because of their much speaking and because of their knowledge of the truth. Your knowledge of the truth, amen, and your and your dribbling and dabbling does not render you beneficial. Amen, amen, brother. Andrew, what do you mean? What what would you regard as a real, genuine benefit, brother? When there's a serious case pending and I can say brother sister so-and-so and sister so-and-so I want you to hang with this case for me and pray it through and I go and do the work of God come on, come on, come on. and I don't have to worry praise our God about it falling through your benefit to the church Preach. but if I've got to stop my work what God is calling me to do all the souls all of the ministries, all of the places calling amen and, and 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 do what you ought to be doing you are a hindrance to the cause. you are a liability to the call of God and I wish you know that, brother. Amen. Brother, when I have to, amen, scratch my head come on, come on. and toss on my pillow, trying to, amen, uh, appoint or uh, suggest someone for this uh, monumental task. Too much. Too much. A situation here, amen, that's all important, and I can't fail to lose it. But I've got to stay with it. And I've got to leave this and go to another one. And that one, go to another one. Why? Because I'm afraid that it might fall through. Brother, by this time, I ought to have teachers. Amen. Amen. If a situation arises, amen, and and, a confusion is involved, I should say, Brother So and so, you've been around here a a, a couple of years. I want you to take those young brethren and and teach them for me. Teach them what is that proper deportment. Preach Preach them how they should conduct themselves. Sister So and so, you've been here for a while, six, eight years. We have some young sisters here i don't mean that you have ability to explain all this and all this i don't mean that at all but through your experience through your life and the influence you ought to be able to teach them and if for whatever reason if because of your up and down experience or because the fact that you just would not apply yourself so that you could increase amen you can't perform then that means we have to carry them and you On our shoulder. And I tell you what, brother, I might be a sprinter. I might be able to run fast, but if I got to carry someone on my shoulder, it cuts my pace to a great extent. And as a result, the whole work of God is retarded. Amen. Amen. Brother, Jesus said that God, brother, I planted a vineyard. Amen, I planted choice seed. I worked it and cultivated it. And then at a time when I looked for grapes, I found only sour grapes. I did everything that should render you beneficial to the cause of God. Now I'm going to tell you something, dear ones. Many people are confused as to what a benefit really is. You get this. You want, I can preach a thousand sermons and tickle the ears of many without being any real, genuine spiritual benefit. You can have sing like a market, but I have people singing amen in perfect harmony and be of no benefit at all in a real spiritual way. Order. Benefit goes beyond the external or the superficial. Amen. amen. Brother, let me tell you something. You might be unlettered, unlearned, and not really performing in any. Our external way and a great to a great extent, amen. But your very presence can be a benefit to the service, amen. Sometimes you want people to say almost nothing, but brother, I have to pray hard almost to build up my spirit if I see a madison, but there's such a benefit to the kingdom. I'm depending on them, their presence is so illuminating, amen, and so life giving and so uplifting that I feel consoled. Just to see them sitting there, just to see them in that place, they imparts such inspiration and such glory that just to see them there is a benefit to me. Yeah. Yeah. And on the other hand, some people are so shoddy. You wonder, oh Lord, what's what's next? You trying to read their countenance, and oh Lord, I'm wondering. What has happened now? Amen, amen, amen. Let me tell you, children. Let me tell you something. The only purpose for which God have you, anyway, is the fact that you can feel your place. Now you listen. Did you listen to the allegories here? Now you remember the 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 barren fig tree. I wish y'all pray with me. See, you got it wrong in many cases. I'm, I'm preaching with all my might. And listen. Jesus saw the tree from a distance and he noticed the leaves were there. He was hungry and expecting to find fruit, and the tree was barren. I wish you listened this morning. Amen. And you find very few, and in fact, that occasion is almost unique in which Jesus actually cursed anything. I wish you get it. Jesus actually cursed this tree why because it was deceptive the tree was planted or put there to nourish the hungry and when the tree was hypocritical in that case the leaves come before the fruit and the very fact that it had leaves was the indication that fruits there And Jesus said, look, says, no man will ever eat fruit from you again. Thank God you got all those green leaves sprouting here and making people think that you got something spiritual to offer. Making people think it can come from you. Praise our God. And here you are with all these beautiful leaves and not one sprig of fruit. Hereafter, you'll never produce another grape, fig, or whatever. And Why? You are a burden to the ground. If you were a oak tree, we could make wood out of you. If you were a fir tree, we could make furniture, perhaps. But your only purpose is to bear fig the fruit and you're not doing it. Why cumber it the ground? You, we take this thing too lightly then when you think you can you can even hey, be in position out of position perform or not perform or, or whatever praise our God and it's, it, it makes no difference but brother it makes all the difference in the world uh, God have this I'm gonna I'm I'm repeat this brother if I if God has given me a ministry and I allow myself to get so I can't perform that no, you know i in a mess we take it too lightly and just going on performing anyway it, it does not steal the bill Brother, I should so safeguard the thing and recognize because I realize the fact that what, I have something that nobody else on this earth can perform. Nobody can do what God gave me to do. And if I am not in position, or for any reason I don't do it, then the cause of God suffers to that extent. As insignificant as you might feel you are, that is something that God would have you do that the pastor or no- there are those you can have a personal effect on that I won't do you hear me you might think because I'm preaching I have more influence on everybody in a personal way than everybody else but that's wrong brother there are some ways that you can impress people if you're where you ought to be that I can't impress them why because they uh, regard you in a a different category say, well then if that sister can do it I'm noticing that sister they expect that of me and she can do it I can too. and if you don't do it they say well maybe I can't either only you! I've often told you that you are the best thing that somebody knows. And they'll judge all of Christianity by what they see of you. Come on! And God help us if we fool around and refuse to go in ourselves and somebody looking on, praise our God, and see us behind the scenes conducting ourselves that is in a sub Christian fashion, nipping and sipping and Chewing and puffing and lusting and everything else. Come on! Getting mad and cutting up, praise our God, and come and raise the Holy Hand. Don't you do that. Amen. Amen. Amen! Brother, we are either a benefit this morning or a burden to the cause of Almighty God. And we don't determine that. We don't determine that. Well, I got something to contribute. Some people think that they, they are so. Are beneficial and profitable and amen is so talented that I can live any kind of when I can still turn the church out don't you think that oh I know how to preach preach I know the scripture I know how to put it together I can just be lolling around praise our God and fail to keep my conduct up to par and don't stay before God and agonize before God we've between the porch and the altar and still perform some people feel that way they actually feel that way Oh, that's right. Some preachers, amen, they 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 are so knowledgeable and know the scripture so well and know how to put it together and, and use that material that they can just sit up for television all night long and then give them preach. I know how to do it. Bring it, on, bring it on. I know how to affect the audience. I, I can handle the people. I can handle the audience because you know how to teach and you know scripture and how all that I can get before my Sunday school class and I, I got my lesson all written out and I've looked up the source and all this kind of thing. And you don't feel that any real spiritual, special, particular preparation is necessary. Amen! amen. Brother, let me tell you something. Many times, if you would see me trying to prepare myself, you think I'd never preached a sermon before. Why? You don't know? You, you, you might think, I got all the boldness, Amen and confident, brother, but I get before God as though I've never preached a sermon many times. Come on. I actually feel that way. And I'm not just kidding, kidding, I actually feel that way. Lord, I'm empty if you don't feel me. Come on, come on. I have nothing. If you don't I have nothing. I can get up, Amen. I can get up by my knowledge and, and rattle off. I can do that. And, and say a lot of practical things and all this kind of stuff to try to get next to you. But God detests that kind of stuff. Yeah, right. There's a special preparation there. And I thank God I recognize that. And those who don't sense it, you'll never be effective. Maybe in your own estimation, but not before God, not before the saints of God. Reach. Amen. Amen. Brother, we are burdens, or we are benefits. That's right. I've never wanted to be a burden in this life. I remember I often tell my children when I left home at 17 years old, just turning 17 years old. There never was a time I rode back and asked my people for anything. I got out in the street and scuffled it out and hustled it out until I got my feet settled. Why? I never wanted to be a burden to anybody. I never wrote back and told them how proud, how, how burdened down I am, how what I miss, I mean, all this kind of stuff. But I never wanted to be a burden. I don't have my family mourning and all this kind of going pouring all this mess on what somebody doing to me and all this kind of stuff and and put them under all kind of pressure the rest and you, you, that's why the church you never saw me always crying on the church shoulder by my shoes and my children isn't talking and she did come on brother thank God and wherever I go whatever the situation is brother I trust God and keep on going why well, I don't want to be no good nobody and certainly if I if not in the natural realm thank God the same in the spiritual realm amen how do it, my my wounds have to be licked every other day breach, breach. brother we're living in a time praise our God in the last round of this battle when God needs somebody to battle this thing out yes. amen. God needs somebody who he can depend on and trust come on, come on. ministers are flopping all over and doing everything they're big enough to do and disgrace the cause of God amen. disqualifying themselves God right, need somebody gonna be a benefit to the cause of God. It's rare, it's rare that you find anyone that's a benefit in every respect. Sometimes they can do this well, but pray that they tear the cause down over here. Come on, come on. They can perform well, but they run them out, pray that God and, and discredit the cause over here. Oh they can perform good here, pray that with God, but the attitudes are such that it's obnoxious. Praise God. Praise God. So we need some consistent benefit. Not beneficial over here and tear down the benefit on this side amen thank God we are either our aid or we are hindrance but now here was the distressing aspect of the whole thing Paul said now this is what bothering me at the time and the gospel you've been exposed to and all that you have had rendered unto you you ought to be a teacher. Amen. Instead of being discouraged, you should be able, amen, to lift up people by this time. Why? Your experience should have worked that in you. Instead of being, Amen, the the the, the, the problem by this time, you ought to be the solution. I wouldn't expect that the devil build a little flame over you. I wouldn't expect you to throw fuel on the fire. Come on, come on. You've been around ten years, you ought to be trying to keep peace in the church. Freak, freak. You ought to have enough grace in your soul and enough knowledge to know, even whether you're making a contribution or whether you are, are making the thing worse. Amen. By this time, you ought to be breaking up systems and, and groups and all this kind of stuff instead of adding to it. By this time, praise our God. Amen. You know, I think some people delights in being a burden. Amen. I mean they they, they 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 likes being carried. I remember years ago we used to go to my grandmother's at night and dad there were so many holes and whatnot, the road was so rough, you had to leave the car maybe half a mile or so. And I was about maybe six or seven years old, I guess. And I was always a sleepyhead, And I would go to sleep and be up before the fireplace out there and Whatnot not in sleeping so good and after a while? Said, Let's go. So I can start staggering and staggering like I couldn't walk so they ever carry me. Amen. he's carried me for a while but after the while, but he got wise. <laughs> I had to walk the foot log and everything else. Some people delight in that. Some people are deliberate burdens. Do you hear what I'm saying now? Amen. Many people are deliberate burdens. They love it. They've been carried and nurtured so long, that's what they want and if we don't sense it and make them walk on their own feet they never will do it I know it's, delight, it's delight, delightful to be carried but at a time praise our God you should want to be carrying somebody else that's what Paul is saying by this time you ought to be your shoulders should be broad enough to carry somebody else on them amen say now you're still dull of hearing we have preached it for years but you still can't perceive it, and then when you know that's hard on the preacher, when he is pouring out his heart and gets something from God, and people just don't have the perception. That's tough, and it's not because of any illiteracy, but it's because you have you won't allow God to open your spiritual ears. And preacher, God just pours thing in my soul, and Amen. I try to impart it, and see that you're just straining and can't. Sense it at all? Come on, that you're missing the whole thing—something that would be so rich to your soul and enriching to your experience—and you can't even sense it. I, I, I even, even uh, estimate what I'm talking about. Not because it's ambiguous or so difficult, but because of your lack of perception. None of hearing Paul said. "That's tough, brother." Do you know that's why the many churches are in an apostasy and many people stagnate and lose their soul? They can't hear. That's why Jesus said, "He that hath an ear." All of them have physical ears. Give you to know that everybody that's sitting on the gospel can't receive the gospel. That's a tough situation, brother. That's a tough situation. Having eyes to see and can't see. Having ears to hear and can't hear brother you're straining and you and you know it sound right but I just can't get it I can't put it together don't you know I don't want to be in that predicament God is trying to send something that's for the benefit of my soul and I I'm straining and even and can't bring it in don't you know that's so tough amen. and you can't perceive you can't really be saved come on, come on. first you must hear the Bible say "Hear Israel if you can't hear you can't even get right with God you can't be corrected if you can't hear Come on, Amen. brother. Many times we're distressed. I said Lord God, all of this preaching, all of this inspiration, and there are those who don't even know the first principle. That's tough. That's hard on a preacher. You can tell when you try to communicate with people, they don't even know what it's all about. That's tough. You wouldn't think there'd be any people like that around here, brother. Come on, you wouldn't think that. Imperceptive. Need to be. The first principle reiterated preach, preach. Oh Lord, God. I know sometimes in the natural realm you find people who are slow and retarded and you have to go over the ABC for ten years perhaps amen but in the spiritual realm we know that some people are not quite as perceptive as others but said that come a time when all you ought to be teachers to whatever extent. To, to, whatever, to a greater or lesser degree. Amen. Why? Because experience makes you a teacher. I don't mean time experience in that sense, but, ex, but going through experiencing things of the spirit. Come on. You pray with me. Blessed God. Now, let's turn to uh, the book of Judges. Chapter 7. Now, I, I, these are some very important factors here, so I want you to get this. Judges chapter 7, verse 1. Read that for me, if you will. Then Jerubabal, who is Gideon, and all the people that were with him, rose up early and pitched beside the well of Herod, so that the host of the Midianites were on the north side of them, by the hill of Mori in the valley. And the Lord said unto Gideon, the people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands. You get this. All these people were part of that army. But God said, I can't use most of you because you're burdens. Will you pray with me? Say, so most of you are hindrances, but Lord, we are part of the army just like everybody. Else. Yeah, you're part of the army, but you're hindrance. He said, "Look, he said, in this battle, because of the nature of it, only a certain caliber of people can fight in it. This is one of the most important battles that you find fought in the Bible." And God says, I don't need no hindrance." Would somebody pray me, brother? God is saying, I don't need any hindrances here. He said, I'd rather take a handful of people, praise our God, and use my own power to accomplish it than have a lot of people, praise our God, did in everybody's way and hindering those who can't fight. That's what you need to understand. Despite the long suffering of God, despite the patience of God, after a while, God determined that you're a hindrance to the call and it'll cut you off. That's what people don't understand they think it's just one prolonged period of toleration toleration that's good that's right but when God knows that you ought to be an asset then you are indeed a liability you see the results here if you read the rest of the story what two parts of these people were cut off because they were hindrances The cause of God can never get in high gear if they are depending on some people to promote it. Amen. But the serious part is this: nobody has to be hindrance. That's the issue. Nobody has to be hindrance. I don't care who you are, whether you're unlettered. Nobody has to be hindrance. The very fact that say the time you ought to be well, the fact that you ought to be means that you had a chance to be. Amen. Mean that that everything that was necessary to make you that was applied and available. Come on, come on, come on. That's why I think you ought to be. I told you about the old sister out in Fresno, California. Amen. Trusting God, maybe seventy years or more for a body and otherwise, and they might send someone to sort of help her along pain hit her she become ill Come here, honey pray to prayer of faith me and thank God she figured that if they sent you thank God you, you you claim to be saved you've been around a while you ought to be able to pray it yes, I shouldn't have to burden the preacher for everything you ought to be prepared but you're a saint pray for her. Pray that God she's going by the business yeah. amen. amen why they say you've been around how long have you been saved I've been saved two years we well, prepare to prayer faith me amen. I'm good I don't know I'll call brother so-and-so I'm not sure God will hear me. I've been kind of cutting up a little bit. Me and my husband hitting off to well. I'm I'm scared. If you got something to say, you better call somebody. because I might not make it through. Isn't that sad? Isn't that sad? because you sending somebody there, and I'm hanging between life and death. And I don't know whether they ask you to pray for me or not. Amen. A benefit or a burden? Amen. Be- a benefit or a burden? It ought to concern you. And we shouldn't use our own estimation of ourselves. See, you get this. See, everybody got some little uh, bright spot in their lives, and they would love to use that to determine whether they're be a benefit or not. Well, I must be a benefit. You know, I mean, I, I can give to the church and, and I can hip around here and I can do this and I can do the other. So, you don't determine it that way, children. God. You don't determine it like that. God, Lord, Amen. Everybody can be beneficial to the church in some fashion. And I'm real weary with people who thinking that they got to get up in a choir or somewhere to be a benefit. Peace. Peace. That's why I reject so many offers. But I want to sing in a choir. You know what they want to do? They're not doing anything spiritually many times, so they want to get in the quiet and try to prove a point. Preach, preach. No, sir. No, sir. Come on! Amen. You don't have to get up before nobody. Pray that our God trying to perform to be no benefit to the church. Preach. Thank God you do what God given you to do, and you will be a benefit. And you won't be otherwise, in fact. Brother, I was just thinking this morning. I saw one of the sisters' children, pray thou God. Amen. Come into service now think how this sister struggled with those children and kept them in church and been faithful even for eight or ten years I don't know if I've heard over four or five testimonies last 12 13 years but I think I got implicit confidence she's filled a place and brother if I look back and don't see her, I'd be it would disturb me why I benefit she I never saw her run around the church and around the building and all that kind of stuff come on but think But I'll tell you what she's at a post of duty Amen. Praise our God when she's going through things that would overwhelm people. I never even heard from her. Not that you don't call the pastor when you're having a problem. We're not discouraging that. But I'm letting you know that thank God she's been a benefit to the kingdom. the Lord. And maybe I should emphasize it in a personal way a little more than I do. Come on! Thank God people struggle it out single-handedly with a house full of children and all that and bring them up and do the best they can and influence those children. You benefit. Yes, you are too. Because you might never teach a Sunday school. You might never uh, take up a nickel in offering and praise our God. You might never sing a special, but you benefit and sure you're living. Why? You are fulfilling your purpose. And don't you think, brother, you're going to deceive brother to pray praise our God, thinking, well, brother, I have no think I'm anything because don't you worry about that. I know what you are. I know exactly what you are. Amen. Come on. Thank God you stay around here 12 or 15 years, praise our God, living consistent, praise our God. Nobody can point a finger at you and you've and you, and you bringing those children up, influencing those children. you new something yes you are you a heap you 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 do you do you do you do, you do tremendous amen. Amen. amen we're not deceived at all but we know what's beneficial and what's not amen 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 bless the lord what did he say he said listen he said the fearful go home thank god you you'll be burdened. If you're scared praise our god, god and be able to trust God and don't know what's going to happen. And well, Joshua, you think they're going to get us? All no, that kind of make you go home. Think we win this one? Think we come out of this alive? You go home now. We a burden bit burdened us. Like, I mean, can't get no sleep. You walking out and wondering. Hey Josh how we, what you what you think about it? You going home? Think I'm gonna die? But me the, the God shows you i gonna die. And if you can't trust God and be content, then go do what you're going to do. Get him, let him cut you open. Whatever. You hindrance. Pray that God. Amen. Yeah, that's right. He, he says, "You fearful, praise our God. You'll be Go going home. Get on out of here. Well, that's overruled, brother. No well, no, it's not. There come a time, praise our God. The church is going through distress and whatnot. We don't need no hindrances. Right. I, I, got the word of God. Jesus got ready to pray the prayer for y'all. Yeah, get out of this room. Get on out of here. Get on out. Praise our God. Been around here all this time, can't pray the prayer for you. Go, go hinder me. Get out of here. But that's awful rude No, it wasn't praise our God. Didn't have time for no hindrances. Okay, then the brethren did it of old and we've done it. Ain't got that many time I've to go to the room, I that I might be hindrance. I don't wanna be no hindrance, praise God. I don't care if it's the devil the world, I don't wanna be no hindrance. Come on. Amen, I don't wanna be hindrance. Come on. Y'all pray my strength this morning, brother. I'm Amen. gonna tell you brother, if things ever go down to whatever extent, I, by the grace of Almighty God, I don't intend to be a part of the hindrance, a part of the burden. If the church in general slows down, I don't want it to be because I'm dead weight. Will somebody praise me? And I don't mean by my noise making or by my vocal contribution. I mean praise the of God because I have something spiritual and inspirational to add at a proper time. Amen, amen, amen. But the beneficial part is this. You don't have to be that. that that's what bothers me. Nobody has to be. But, but then I can't do much. You don't have to do a lot to be your benefit. That's the issue. Amen. Amen. Just do praise our God what God has given you to do. And you'll be a benefit. Thank the Lord. Amen. Amen. Over in Philippians chapter 3. Let's move on please. Philippians chapter 3. Read verse 17 for me if you please. Brother, be ye together of me. Be. be ye followers together of me. All right, read. For many walk of whom I have told you, often, many walk of whom I've told you often. Now tell you, even weeping. Now tell you, even weeping. The Brother, there are those among you, and it's breaking my heart. They are enemies to the cross of Christ, even though they're testifying and singing and shouting, but they're enemy to the cross of Christ. Wow. Paul, I tell you, weeping, there are those among you. And they don't realize it because it seems so innocent. Why are they enemies to the cross of Christ? Why are they burdened? Read whose end is destruction? Whose god is their belly? They can't concentrate. They can't be of no spiritual benefit because they're not worshiping the true God. They're worshiping their bellies. That makes you an enemy to the cross of Christ. You didn't know that, did you? You didn't know it was quite so serious, did you? Yeah. And they're going to be destroyed, the Bible says, because they got the wrong God. They're idolaters. They have an idol. Right around here. Right around the way. Amen! Amen. Enemies of the cross of Christ won't get into battle. They're not going to get on sacrifice and fast and pray like the order. Come on, read. And as a result, let me tell you this, dear Lord, Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you don't get before God and fast and pray and meditate as you are, it's gonna show. It's gonna show. And it's not gonna take a long time to show. See, this is what I try to try to preach to you, dear Lord. Listen, you don't have to be slack for 10 years but to show. Brother, you can be slack for a few hours and it'll show. You can mess around and be slack and at the end of the day brother you, can, you don't know whether you're gonna come especially if you are careful but some people have done it so long and have been, haven't been in the spirit so long that they don't realize it do you hear what I'm saying who's God at that belly than what else and whose glory is their shame, glory is their shame. Mine earthly things. Mine earthly things I'm gonna tell you something children Will somebody pray me I keep telling you brother if any affair any of your effects is major on earthly things all that you do go to shopping go out eating, and that's your whole affair almost and just crowd in a little spirit maybe quote a scripture one of them, I have a little superficial prayer to try to prove a point that's nothing you're gonna crash any relationship you have brother if it's not based on spirit you can listen to me I tell you, when I prophesied many times you ignored me but I'm gonna tell you something this morning if I ever give you a direct prophecy a direct statement as sure that I'm standing here it's gonna come to pass I, I, you, you hit the rock. as sure that I'm born I'll tell you, because when God moves, I know when God moves, I'm going to say something. Amen. Uh, many times I move, I say, listen, I tell some of you, I say, listen, if you keep ripping and running, just pass by home, come home, and get a bite, and, and can't even settle down, praise our God, after the day's work, just going again. you keep doing that, every time you after church, you're going and ripping and running, you're going you, you to fall. I don't care, I spit you, you're going gonna, to gonna crash. You're going to crash. You have to crash. How do you know? But I can get involved sometimes in things that seem legitimate, and I can feel look like the spirit lifting me after a little while. I suppose, wow. let me I suppose, let me get out of this mess. Amen. Let me abandon this stuff. Yeah. I, I, I expose my. I don't care how long I've been saved. I'm exposing myself to detriment here, oh, no. and I know there been most most of us, most of you, not too much above me. Come on! Amen. What did you say, son? Any destruction, God is their belly, glory is their shame. Mind us with things, people right in the church, but they're minding us with things. Their personal appearance, their social life is preeminent in their lives. Says, God, I'm gonna tell you something. You might not listen to me, you might be going too far for me to reverse you, but you're gonna crash the shoe. I'm standing here. If I can't, make a, I can't make a statement like this, unless I know what I'm talking about, you're gonna crash the shoe. I'm standing here. There's no way in the world as God has emphasized his jealousy. If you're building a relationship, I don't care if it's your courtship, I don't care if it's your work, your life, if it's if it's primarily sociable, you're gonna crash. but you watch this I tell you. You might not crash in a immorality, but you're gonna crash in some fashion. You hear what I'm saying? Why? You're minding earthly things. These were people right in the congregation, in the congregation of Philippi. They were there, they were hearing the gospel. they had the letters re- read to them, but they were minding earthly things. And we're living in an age now where just about everybody doing it. And that's tough. That's just about the primary concern of everybody you meet. church people. I don't care where they go, the, how great the situation is, the brother. they don't cut that pace. They're going to shop just as much, they're going to eat just as much. The church can be going through a crisis. You can be going on a mission. The first thing' looking for them all whatever the situation is brother I mean that's a pattern I don't mean exception the pattern the general pattern they're squeezing a little spirituality after they've done everything else they well let me tell you something you listen to me and don't think it's serious many times people get up in the morning but they are so re- so pressed with their responsibilities and what they're planning for the day don't you know they don't even have time to pray and no thing, nothing nothing other. do you hear me what I pray when I, after I get back, I got to do is my walk, I got an appointment. That's where they live and think nothing of it. Mind earthly things. That's their pattern. That's not an exceptional situation where a situation of which you have no control. I mean, that's their pattern. But is it too late to turn them? Do they have ears? Are they ears dull of hearing? Can they hear this? One more verse, son. Lord, our conduct, that word conversation means conduct. Our conduct is in heaven. Isn't that something? Listen, our conversation, our conduct is in heaven. Our citizenship is in heaven. We're just pilgrims and sojourners here. Brother, if you're a pilgrim and a sojourner, you don't put down too many roots. We're tabernacling, we're not building permanent structures here because we find here no permanent dwelling amen yeah. I'm gonna tell you the one if the devil can ever shift your emphasis you are in trouble see this is what people don't understand many people don't know when they shift. are you with me see many people are, are sales out you get me I see I'm trying to expose something to you I want you to see what I'm talking about it's, it's too important to miss many people actually sell out to God and abandon things in this life but they don't sense that a shift can be made like that and they get right back into life again in full swing almost overnight if not overnight they'll be right back in life again trying to live and then when a crisis comes, they got to try to shift back and you just can't do it like that we preach to you all the time they want I've often told you that your life your consecration is not like a light switch some people are naive enough to think they can just turn it on and off. Turn that anointing on and off. Like the Bible says, walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. No. That don't mean try to get in the spirit when you really need a good spiritual outpour. Or you get in a critical situation and then get real off in the spirit. Don't you know better than that? You can't do it. And I'm going to tell you. And many of us are going to learn the hard way. Amen. God you think that you can get in a crisis and then get off in the spirit you just can't do it don't you know that let me tell you they want the devil won't let you do it he gonna remind you of your slackness ain't gonna take your confidence he'll show you why you can't perform here and it would be legitimate to you amen amen are you a benefit a burden you remember over in uh, Acts chapter 15 about verse 36 John Mark and Paul and Barnabas you remember that account Acts 1536 yeah let me read that please. Some, days after Paul said unto Barnabas, some days after Paul said unto Barnabas let us go again and visit our, and visit our brethren every in every city where we, where we have preached the word of the Lord see how they, see do. How they do and Barnabas determined to take with, and John. To take with them John Whose surname was Mark? Paul thought thought it not good to take him with them. Who departed from them from Pamphylia and would not and went not with them to the work. He said, "Listen, let me show you something here, Dewan. Now this is what you need to understand. See, some people don't understand the nature of the operation of the Holy Ghost. Now Paul was a long-suffering man; he was a patient individual. But there came a time when he decided you 'You'll be a burden to me. I don't want to be bothered with you.' Will somebody pray my strength?" Paul and I look. Now we have an important, a grave situation here. And we just left one. And mark left. Start crying for mama and wife or whoever. And went on by the business and left us out there fighting. I don't have time for that now. And I'm not taking him with me this time. And I'm Let's take him Paul here, you young man. Let's take this pause not this time. so I don't need no burden this time. I don't need no burden. Come on! Amen. Now come on let me go. I don't need you with me this time. Now, sometimes I might take it where I got time to. I'm not performing. I ain't got nothing particular to do. I might take it around and miss with you and tolerate you, but not this time. I don't need no hindrance this time. I'm to just with exactly what you are. I ain't got time to rough me no foolishness and try to keep you from getting mad and fighting and scuffling and, and trying to have your way and trying to get the best. I ain't got time for that this time. That. <coughs> Maybe we'll catch the next one when your conduct won't matter amen. amen I'm not taking him I'm sorry I'm not taking him he'll be a burden to me now I'm gonna tell you something and there's no need of losing what little you have left when somebody say you can't go this time and don't ask too many questions but don't you think I really don't so please, a pleasure. I didn't want to tell you that but you made me so you stay here this time and and, and, and get back in the corner and live just as safe as you can. I'm going. Amen. Paul said, this, this is a situation here where the people need inspiration. These people just got saved, and, they, and, they, and it's all important here. And I just cannot risk being put to that kind of disadvantage again. The man left me out there. I took him so he could help me. I, the work was too much for me, and he left me stranded all I got to go but now he turned into a benefit i like to read that part of it. turn to 2nd Timothy chapter 4 verse 11 let's read about the same old mark 2nd Timothy 411 read only Luke is with me take Mark and bring him with thee Ah, uh, old Mark can settle down. Old Mark ran off last time, but I believe he'll stay with me this time because he Wait! He didn't backslide because I left him at home. He went that praying and, and got something in his soul. Hallelujah to God. Pray with me. I sent him home last time, but I want him, I need him. I can use him. Thank God he's profitable. He's a benefit. Don't get mad because somebody lets you know you're no benefit. Just get on your faith before God and be a benefit. Okay, brother, I'm going to try to pray so next time I can, i be eligible. Hey, Amen. Have a good trip. i be praying for you. Don't never want me going nowhere. Got to respect the person. And you really, you ain't never going nowhere. Same old crowd. Every time you go, same old crew. That's like I depend on, baby. Oh, All right. All right. All right. Hey, man. Amen. I want you to come. Hey, old Mark. <laughs> Bring it with me. He's profitable. The old boy, that got out. the old boy, and hit the Silent Rock. Hey, Amen. Amen. Well, if I ain't got nothing to give him. Thank God I would have taken him all the time, but I couldn't use him. He was a burden to me. But now he's not. Thank God. I'm to forget what he did last time. I, he didn't come out of it. Amen. The only reason why I left him is because I couldn't use him. He was no benefit. But I mean, I had nothing to get him personally. But now, thank God he's probably Bring him with me. I can use him. Amen. He's changed his status. Amen. That's up to you. That's up to you. He had a reason for not taking it and he had a reason for calling it. And he was the reason. Amen. He was the reason. See, this is the situation. We deal with you on your own merits. Amen. You can be the part of the problem or you can be a part of the solution. You determine that. Amen, amen, amen. Are you a burden to the cause? Or indeed are you a benefit? Yeah, we don't want you to go around judging yourself because you're not a thing, especially something Sunday That We don't judge by that, children. Amen. Some of you I regard as the most beneficial things around here, and you don't do a thing special. And that's, truth, that's, that's much truth that I know how to tell. Some many people that I regard most have no particular function as far as offices and other kind of uh, public displays are concerned. But they want, if you, for any means, have rendered yourself unbeneficial, you don't sit around and pine away and get mad and heap maledictions on the preacher. But get, get on your faith before God. That your profiting might be known to many. That you can be a real genuine benefit. And you can't feign it. Can't come up next week, but I'm a benefit now. Well, no, that's that, not it. If you need help in your soul, if you want to be a benefit, and God help us, we need some benefits. We need somebody that the church can profit from and buy in a time like this. Don't you know, I'd like to be able to at random just bless us. Go, this is a crisis. Or we're going to deal with that situation. You, you and you and brother so-and-so get you somewhere. get you get your partner, and a couple of y'all go over and deal with that situation. Don't you guys know love that? I, I got I got I'm before God. I got a situation I'm working with here. So where you going, brother? They call me, but you 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 can have the situation. I know you can. I know you have the experience. I know you have that kind of relationship with God. I don't have to fear that it might come out wrong. Don't you know that? Don't you know that's beneficial to a church and the pastor and the call of God? Get get brother so-and-so, you 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 are going over. Take care of the situation. Go on over and see after the situation. I'm gonna leave this in your hand. I got, I got a very, I got an urgent call. I've got to go. So I'm gonna leave it with you. Sister Sonso, you all sister here. I know what, uh, I know you're able to pray through. I know you're able to give a proper instruction because you live that way. Your life has been of such that it commends itself to those that need you. But if I got, oh Lord, I got to leave in the morning. Who can I, leave? Lord, who can I, leave? let me see. Brother Sonso, no, I can't leave here I'd be like leaving the wolf with the chicken in the spoon, and, uh, What about it? No, I'd be like leaving the with the cabbage. I wouldn't want to be like that. God knows I would Let me see. If God needs somebody, let me see. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You have a choice this morning and you can determine if you want to be a benefit to the kingdom and be honest with your soul, and I trust you'll know enough to know whether or not you are. Because your functioning don't mean that you're a real, genuine benefit. But you can be. If you want the help of God, if you're not saved, if you know that you're not a real benefit, if you were and not now, whatever the situation might be, the prayer room and the altar is open. We're here to help you, not to crush you. All we want you to do is to acknowledge that's all God wants you to do so that you can be helped. Shall we stand? What are we singing, man? I want to do thy will, oh God. Listen to the words of this song and God help us to mean it to say with all that we possess god help us the one live who should not be willing to dedicate themselves to the end that they might be a real benefit who wouldn't want to be a benefit Have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Have mercy, Lord. Oh, God. Now, doing God's will. Is more than doing something in the name of religion. God's will is particular. You know, Dewan, in some instances, we need just a good, hard, down repentance. Lord, I allowed myself. To get in a predicament where I'm no particular benefit I'm doing but I cannot say what I am doing is actually beneficial and I want you to forgive me Lord but I promise you with all that I possess from this moment Almighty God that I by the grace of God will be a prophet to the kingdom to at least some extent To whatever extent you desire. Amen, amen, amen. Lord, I sense that I have been a burden and a hindrance to the progress of the kingdom in a real spiritual way. But Lord God, I'm willing to cash in so that instead of being a burden, I can help to carry the burden if you need to be saved this morning if you need help this morning if you want to be a real benefit will you come God's will dear one no one has ever done God's will and been sorry afterward We've been sorry about a lot of other things, and we will be sorry about a lot more unless we get in a predicament where we can do God's will. We're going to sing another verse, if you desire help of God, there are many kneeling at their seats, and there are many in the prayer room and at the altar, if you desire a special help, will you come?